Hey guys, welcome and hope you're enjoying this assessment in neuroscience and emotional intelligence part. Um, it, it's really different than the clinical world of assessment. It really goes into what are the things that work that help a person know what they're good at working in. Maybe not the, <coughs> certainly, so you don't go into psychopathology like attachment issues or you know, issues of not knowing yourself and identity issues. And it also doesn't go into you know, what you need to be doing. Do you need to be um, an executive in, or in this company or do you need to be an artist or whatever? This has to do with how your strengths, what strengths you have and interests you have that make a company work well and how to develop those. Very, very helpful. So um, there are other tests like the DISC and Myers-Briggs, you know, the Myers-Briggs inventory, that get at leadership styles. Is there an approach by someone in particular that has been most helpful for you in identifying leadership styles? You know, the DISC has been around forever and I really like it. It's, it's been, um, you know, kind of something that you can understand easily and it's effective. The four, it's an acronym for the four parts, leadership styles, dominance and influence and steadiness and conscientiousness and some combination of those. Um, I've had it on myself and gosh, I've changed over the years too, which is interesting. Uh, but it, 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 as a person, person changes and grows, have different experiences. You don't have it forever because life can change it. Um, I probably prefer that one because it's not complicated and it's effective. In, in, you know, in business, guys, your people, your clients and your people and the people that work for you and this sort of thing, they've got a million things pulling at them. And you could get the very greatest, you know, um, elaborately constructed, perfect thing, but it's just going to take so long. And why, why do you have to get a Jaguar when a pretty decent car is going to work? And I found it very helpful because people will know, okay, you tend to be dominant and so you like to take charge, uh, but that doesn't work well because you can run over people and you're highly conscientious, but that also means sometimes you can be risk averse. That's really helpful stuff. Myers-Briggs, um, I'm okay with Myers-Briggs, but the thing you gotta remember about Myers-Briggs, well, two things. One is that, um, is that some people say that um, because there are a certain thing in Myers-Briggs, they don't have to change. For example, I'm an I instead of an E, or I'm an E instead of an I. And a lot of times, I introvert, right, as I and E is extrovert. A lot of times, um, a person who is an I will say, I don't need to really be dealing with people because I'm an I. As if to say, God hard, hardwired me not to like people, so I don't need to have people skills. That doesn't work in business or in leadership or in marriage or in the church or anything. And sometimes people use an excuse. Well, just because a person has a style, that is not an excuse for not dealing with your issues and your relational style and your character. Um, if you're an I, anyway, uh, as they've gotten more research on this, um, the I has to do with you know, where you get your energy. Like, do you get energy from the cave or do you get energy from being with people? I get it from both places. I'm probably more, more from the cave than I do with people, but I'm very social. I like people a lot. Barbie, my wife, she's kind of more is social and she likes getting energy from people, probably more than she does the introvert, but she's got a good, strong introvert to herself, to her herself. I'm more that way, I think. But um, make sure that it doesn't kind of like let people off the hook for growth. Because sometimes these stylistic things are dealing or, you know, will, will kind of come out with a, a brokenness. And just because, you know, somebody says, well, gosh, I tend to be more spontaneous and emotionally driven, I'll never change. No, you can learn how to balance a checkbook. Um, you can learn how to, um, you know, plan the calendar. You can learn how to be time-based. So don't let it excuse uh, behavior. That's the only thing I have about the misunderstandings of the Myers-Briggs. I like it, I use it, but stylistic stuff doesn't, um, 
don't let that be kind of like I, I, I shouldn't work on my pathology or my issues. So when people look at it, you always you always say, great, you're an introvert, you get your energy from that, but I, I want you out there leading the troops. And, and if they go, I don't like that, great, go get some help. Uh, we'll we'll get you a coach to help you get in the troops. Get your energy from being alone and uh, taking walks and working out and being by yourself and reading. But no, you have a responsibility to get out there and lead your people. Every leader has got to have extroverting, or I would call them not extroverting, I would call them social abilities. So keep, keep the ownership there. Um, uh, and this is kind of more for the clinical world, and Myers-Briggs doesn't talk about the clinical part, right? It doesn't talk about attachment issues, and it doesn't talk about differentiation issues of stuff which you're learning. Um, so don't use it for that, but use it for like the way you get energy, the way you operate naturally but you can always change things. You may be wired a certain way, but you can always change things. And then all these assessments, guys, don't let it become a box to keep you in, all right? So good stuff, uh, use them, uh, play with them, uh, take, make sure you're taking them on yourself. I've taken all these things on myself, found them very helpful, and um, have a great class.